In the following video, we will make the case that if the employees of an organization are to raise their performance, then logically what is required is that the managers must first be better at performing their role, and that in order to make this happen, the managers must be prepared to be accountable for their performance. In the video, you'll see one idea put forward about how managerial accountability for performing the managerial role could be installed inside an organization. If somebody understands the managerial job and would enjoy doing it, helping other people shine, helping other people achieve, then you can teach them the skills. It's actually not about do you currently have the skills. The skills are learnable. Right? I'll, give you, I'll lend you my copy of Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People. We'll shut down the AARP training program because that's about all the training you need. Right? Because the big problem with organizations is we keep sending people off for training and then put them back without being accountable for actually doing it. We overinvest in training and underinvest in accountability. Does that make sense? I'm all for training if people are accountable for what they're being trained in. I just don't see the goal in throwing money down the toilet to train people and then let them off the hook if they don't do it when they get back. Does that make any sense? And it starts with us, does that sense? I want you to imagine your staff evaluating you. Does this person cause me, the staff member, to stretch for performance goals? Is this person concerned about long-term issues, not just short-term ones? Is this leader, this manager, somebody who provides constructive feedback? And notice the test is not did you fill in the form, it's did, does the staff member say, yes, I got constructive feedback that helped me improve? Are you with me what the test is? It's not did you follow procedure. It's the recipient actually thought you were helpful. That's a different test. Did this manager help me grow and develop? You get the idea. Now again, the proposition that I'm trying to have on the table is that if you and I, the people in managerial roles, were willing to be held accountable for these standards, we would accomplish more of the organizational's goals. And that the problem of getting higher performance is not the problem that your staff are not performing well enough. The problem is that you are not performing well enough. Because the way you get the staff to raise their performance it's just like me and Julie, first, I've got to be a better manager. I've got to have the skill and the talent to elicit from Julie higher performance. One month from now, we send this around to every staff member in AARP to evaluate you. And we publish to everybody in the organization, including secretaries, the average score on you. And the reason we do that is we're going to give you the script for the speech you will give once it occurs. Here's going to be your speech. You will get, you'll assemble your team together and you will say the following to them. You will say, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know how many of you watch White Christmas regularly every year, but if you do, you may remember that you know, it's based upon World War II you know, war experience and it opens with, we'll follow the old man wherever he wants to go. And it's all about following the general. And you know, one of the lines in White Christmas is, we follow him because he sleeps after we sleep, he eats after we eat. And the truth is, if you really want to know about leading a group of professionals, you don't go to the Harvard Business School, you go to the military. 
And the way you energize people is you give them a cause to die for. Am I making sense on that? Yeah, really get lessons about how you make this stuff happen. Now, here's the point. The lesson we take away from the military, and I have no direct experience of it, is quite simply that if you want to make somebody achieve something, you've got to go first. Does that sentence make sense? So you stand up and you say, ladies and gentlemen, we will accomplish more of our goals if we're prepared to be accountable for our roles. So ladies and gentlemen, here's what you thought of me in my role. Now listen to me please very carefully. Don't expect me to be perfect first time out of the bat. You don't have a right to expect that of me. I don't have a right to expect it of you. This is not an organization where we hold each other to impossible standards. What is more, we're going to send around this survey a year from now, and don't expect me to be perfect then. I'm a human being. I learn, but I don't learn that fast. So do not hold me to standards of perfection I cannot achieve. But ladies and gentlemen, right now I'm going to give you a promise. And the promise is, if I haven't improved, I will resign. Because you, ladies and gentlemen, members of the team, have a right that I get better in my role. And the reason you'd say it that way is two weeks later, you'd want to be able to come by and say, okay, now it's your turn. <laughs> What's your role? What are the standards? And with the same spirit, let me repeat the litany, because the litany is very important. We do not expect anybody to be perfect today. We do not expect anybody to be perfect a year from now, but you better be improving or you're not one of us because we are only colleagues with people who are prepared to try. The method I've described in this video of how to hold managers accountable may strike you as pretty dramatic. And of course it's intended that way because the research finding is that when managers improve, the organization improves. The challenge for you is if you do not think that the method I've described for improving the accountability of managerial performance will work in your firm, then what is the substitute that you have? How are you going to ensure that your managers fulfill their role better?